Welcome to the podcast, Intuition Speaks with Tia Marie. I'm so excited that you guys decided to join me today for another episode. This is a podcast about spiritual well-being, growth, and development, and just becoming the best version of you that you could possibly be. I am Tia Marie, an Akashic reader, shamanic healer, and overall intuition specialist, here to help you on your own personal spiritual journey by sharing my own experiences as I grow and develop with you guys. Hello and welcome to this week's episode, Reclaiming Your Authority with Destiny Swinney. I am going to keep this super short and super sweet so that we can get straight into this episode. Destiny is a longtime reflector friend of mine. She was on the podcast back when it was all about human design. She is my go-to human design and Gene Keys expert, and we tap into some interesting topics today, and we always get to talking and talking and talking and talking, so it is a two-part episode and the second part of the episode will come out next week on Thursday. So look out for that. We are talking all about inner authority today and what that means and what it looks like and how that fits in with everything going on in the world today. I will add all of her show links in the link's description, so make sure you check those out if you are interested in booking with her to do a human design or Gene Keys reading. She is all about that. So without ado, let's get straight into the episode, and here we are. So today I have here with me my really good longtime friend, Destiny Swinney. And we are going to start with something a little bit different. Uh, She asked me if we could open the Akashic Records for the conversation we're having today and maybe channel a little bit what they want us to talk about. So here's me stepping out of my comfort zone and doing the thing. And let's go. I'm going to ground down first. I am Akashic Shamanic Healer. Sunstar Shadow Bloom, Seeker of the Light and Truth, requesting access into my Akashic Realm. I am now opening the records for this podcast, Intuition Speaks, and for this episode with Destiny Swinney. Are there any messages or any topics that we should be touching upon today? Yes, we want to congratulate you for stepping past this threshold. We understand where you both are standing here today. and We understand that the energies at play that have brought you here. We want to bring forward with you and through you this energetic space where you can discuss 
the things that are coming through for not just you, but the collective energy is shifting really quickly. Energy is shifting really fast. We are being brought forward, forward, forward. The conscious agenda is coming through. We want you to understand that this is not just one story to tell, but many, all the stories. We are all here in a line waiting to hear, waiting to hear, waiting to hear. Everyone needs to come through. Everyone needs to come forward. Everyone needs to speak. Otherwise, the plan cannot come through. The essence of what is coming through for us is not going to come to play. We need everyone to come and step up and open their eyes. It's all about this awakening, this conscious significance that is coming through all of us. It's all about this awakening. It's all about it. But we cannot do this for you, nor should we, nor could we. It's all about you stepping up and opening, 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 like the flower that's within, opening. Be aware that many things might trouble you. This is okay. This is okay. But speaking, speaking your power through them, speaking through to overcome them, this is where the power lies. It does not lie in the complaint. It does not align with the function of being in that energy. It's about going around, above, under, below, whatever it takes. This is where you need to start. This is where you need to start. Thank you. <laughs> what did you receive from that? Because part of me just like goes to outer space in that in that scene <laughs> and scene <laughs> well i i'll just start by saying i'm so glad i suggested that we start with that because it's been very difficult for me to feel safe um coming to the table to talk about the things that are happening in my life and that are happening in my reality and that i feel that I have been called to step into to help serve in a way. And that is with this awakening. And that's a really big, <laughs> that's a really big task for like, I know it's not just one person taking it on, but for me and my own experience, it is just one person taking it on. Um, and so that's felt like, oh no, that couldn't be, that couldn't be a job for just little old me. Like, you know, I can't, I can't be that special. I can't be that whatever. And I think that what they said at the end, it was also amazing, but what they said at the end, I mean, it goes to what we were discussing before we got, we got on and it's the reason why I pulled up this Teddy Roosevelt quote that I actually want to read and then get into kind of the conversation around it because so much is happening and so much is changing and we are being called to I think step into each one of our individual powers and messages. And that can, at least for me, it's been really scary because most of the times that I've gone to share my messages with people, my ideas with people, my visions with people, my intuitive knowings, any of these things, um, uh, it's, it's historically not, it's either taken really well or taken really not well. <laughs> you know, it's always either one of the two people either love you or hate you. They either 
really enjoy the messages that you're delivering to them and the truth that you're delivering to them, or, you know, they, they burn you at the stake for it. So in the pivotal time that we are in right now, after the last few years that we have had and the division that has happened in this world and the sides that have been drawn and all these different boxes and places that you could potentially put yourself and what's right and what's wrong and who do I stand with and who don't I stand with and all these groups and all these things, all these thought forms. So much is fucking happening that it's so easily for us to get lost in that. And so I think that us really, truly coming into our own personal authority is the only way that we are going to get through this. And by doing that, we also then have to love ourselves and trust ourselves and love and trust our connection to something greater than ourselves. Um, otherwise, we're not going to be able to fucking do it because it's it's crazy how much you start to see the forces like and I don't even want to make this about like light or dark but you just like where we're at collectively like they're talking about this awakening we I do believe that we are the ones to do it they can't do it for us like they said and so in order for us to do that we have to stop giving a shit what everyone else thinks we have to be willing to chart our own fucking path and I and that's so fucking scary for people and it's been so scary for me but I've I've tried so many other paths and they just haven't worked for me. And so I finally gave everyone else this path up and radically committed to following my own path. And that has catalyzed some of the biggest fucking changes in my life, specifically over the last year, but over the last few years that everything has been going on. And I was like, okay, like we can't keep going like this is, so let's go with it. So I did that. So what keeps coming up for me is like, the the wording own oneself, own oneself. So we're like reclaiming that energy that we are owning our own actions. We're owning our own power. We are reclaiming that ownership over ourselves where we may have given that to someone else, Um, whether a parent, you know, a teacher, an authority, a boss. So it's just really, they're just like reiterating, like you are needing to take that ownership back. Yeah. And that's like, that's exactly what I, I realized actually before jumping on this call with, with what's been progressing in my life is that like so many fucking things have happened, especially even just like, I just look at the scope of the last few months, just this summer. And I'm like, so many things have happened that before would have pushed me into like a downward spiral (laughs) and now it's been like there's like an initial hit there's an initial shock and it's like wait the fuck a minute no 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 and I just keep seeping myself deeper and deeper into my own authority and I and I I can see where that can potentially get frustrating for other people but but the more we do that ourselves the more we're really mirroring and showing and telling other people like, Hey, like I'm actually inviting you to do this as well. So this isn't a power play. Can you give me an example of what like the old destiny would have done versus what the new destiny is doing in this current reality, owning, taking that ownership. (sighs) So old destiny would have had her heart broken. She would have been deeply confused as to the reactions that she gets from other people um she would have like she would have really fucking taken it personally she it would she would have stopped herself from moving forward she would have like really 
she actually got very <laughs> I'm speaking in like third person because I just don't feel like I'm her anymore but like it actually drove me I real like I've realized that like not feeling loved and connection and shit like that's what drove me to any of the suicidal tendencies I've ever had yeah is just feeling like I literally can't be me I cannot be me that was the message that I got from people and that's the message that some people still send but now the new destiny is like no I can be me and you can be you and I'm gonna hold that light for you whenever you decide to step into it and I'm also gonna like love you and and understand what you're going through and try to not judge you as much as possible but then also at the same time be willing to not feel bad about judgment calls with people if you need to or talking through your fucking feelings like what it was talking about like I used to feel so shitty for talking out my feelings and my frustrations and like trying to get them out and people it's like people would either take those initial ones and they'd run with it and they'd tell you that you're crazy or that you're you know like just overly emotional or too much or too whatever but getting to a place where I have finally been in a, in a space where I've been safe to process those it's been so fucking helpful and amazing because then I get to see myself I get to see where are my boundaries where do I actually want to be treated you know I get to actually find out so much about myself through the opposition now yeah and so the new destiny has found that to be a beautiful reminder in each moment that it happens that I did the fucking work and I'm here. (laughs) What I find most like exciting for me is even though like this shitty thing keeps coming up like a cycle and it's like, I'm recognizing it as it's happening. And I'm like, Oh, this is the shit that I was like, I'll just like not deal with it this time. I'll just quit. And then like, if that bridge comes up again, we'll cross it. And like, it's like, Oh, here's that bridge that I said we would cross and I can actually like see the version of me and like what she would have done. And then the version of me now, it's like, I'm kind of like standing there and seeing the two crossroads and I'm like, okay, well I picked that one that time, but like, it doesn't lead to anywhere progressive or expanding or good. So like now I think I'm ready to to do the thing and just, just cross the bridge and say, you know, the hell with it. So I don't know if that comes with time. I don't know if that comes with repeated failure. (laughs) It comes with something, but that's, what's amazing to me is like, just that part of you still exists. It's just like, you're just not claiming her anymore because you still feel those things. You're like, Oh wait, this is really familiar. And then you're like, Oh, (laughs) let's just not do that one again. Yeah. It almost, it almost seems like, okay. So one, like to your question, like, what does it take for this to happen? Honestly, I think it takes compromising. At least this is what my journey has been with it. It took me compromising myself so much for so long that I found myself constantly helpless because I was constantly putting my sense of self-worth or identity or, you know, whatever on other people's reactions towards me. 
and that that fucking got me nowhere and so it's like I had to burn my I had to like just go like I said go down all those different paths like you have to just fucking try all these other people's ways I'm not saying you have to but but you get it like when we've been compromised so much in our being and we forget and we're not taught to stand in that personal authority then I, I feel like honestly like this is kind of where I've gotten to with some people where you just see that like, no, I think you actually do have to like crash and fucking burn sometimes before you're like, okay, maybe this isn't the best way to go about doing this thing. <laughs> I know like, maybe, yeah, like I will try everything that everyone else is doing and then I'll get pissed off that it's not working for me. I'm like, but you said it would work. And then, you know, I'll go back to my foundation, which is doing like the intuition journaling and like going in the records and asking the questions. And then they'll tell me the obvious answer. And I'm like, yeah, but that's too easy. That's that can't be true. But then like, Mm -hmm. finally, once I get over my stubbornness, it takes like, you know, a couple moon cycles or whatever. (laughs) Once I feel out that everlasting wave of emotion, like I'm good to go. I'm like, okay, well, I've literally tried everything else and failed. So I guess I'll try what my intuition is telling me the obvious choice. (laughs) So revolutionary, right? But like, I feel like some people need to touch that fire. They need to get burnt. And I don't know why it is. It's just that like, we've obviously been here like multiple times before. And um, I just like, don't know why it's such a difficult thing for us. I know we're both third lines in our tropical charts. (laughs) And from my experience, they're like, don't touch it. Okay, but why but but unless you tell me why I shouldn't touch it I'm actually actively gonna touch it because I need to know why right and so it's like we have and that's exactly like what you said that's too what I've been experiencing recently so like so much so that that's been the teacher is going into other people's events or spheres or things that they say work that they say make you enlightened or whatever right and you try them all and sure I've picked up a lot of really amazing tips and tricks along the way and I've I've discovered a lot about myself and what I like and what I don't like but the beautiful thing that like I finally like like got knocked in the head with recently was that like well honey yeah like you're going to all these things and like you're not going to find your home here you're just finding what you like and what you don't like so you can build that and I think that goes into what we're what we're moving into with us actually having the responsibility to bring in the new world. Yeah. I think I've definitely experienced enough of what I don't like. (laughs) So ask me a lifetime. Like I'm at this point now where I'm like, this is just terrible. And I'm sitting there and I'm experiencing the moment and I'm like, I don't want to be here and I don't want to do this. And everyone around me doesn't want to do it either. So I don't even know why the hell they're here. And it's just like, everyone is just struggling against like the shoulds of their life. And I'm just like trying to sit in the experience and be like, okay, breathe into my heart space. Just feel gratitude for where you are today. And I'm like, this is crap. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think, um, I don't think we have enough honest conversations about not only how beautiful being a human is, but how fucking shitty it is. Right. Yeah. 
just, like we don't like, we don't want to talk about the realness we don't want to talk about that and so yeah I want okay so I want to go ahead and read that quote that I was trying to uh, pull up earlier so I want to specifically talk to why I think it's so important right now so I'm sure I'm sure some of you have heard this already but it's such a fucking important quote that I that I was reminded of recently and it just it was it was like a, a quote that was a message a reminder from the angels kind of thing so all right it says it is not the critic who counts not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcomings. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms? the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. That was amazing. And like, it's just like bringing up all this, like you only see the highlight reels of like all the people who seem to have made it and you don't really see all the negative comments or feedback they've received. You don't see the posts where they didn't get any response. You know, you don't see that stuff. All you see is like this shiny and polished and they like, don't, I wish people were honest, like be fucking honest. Like getting there was hard you know, obviously like they put the work into it, but I'm just going to be like real on here. And that's like the whole point of this is like, it's messy. It's sloppy. It doesn't look perfect all the time, but it doesn't mean that like, you're not giving everything in you. And it doesn't mean that like, you're not good enough. Those other people are just sitting there watching, not doing things. And you're like, here bleeding your heart out. Like, give yourself some credit for like the effort that you are putting into it. Cause you just didn't see the effort that all these other great people had to put into their, you know, success. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, it gave me like fucking chills as I was reading it. Cause it's like my, my soul needed to hear that so fucking bad because I, I have an air of perfectionism and I want to like, it fucks me up because I, I want, I know, I know, you know, I know, you know, I want to help so badly. And I, and I'm God, like, I'm so, I'm such a person that wants to be in community and relationship. And like, I've always just like, I've always just wanted to have fun. I've always just wanted to do the things and, and try it. And, and I, and I love that, like this quote, and then what you said, like so beautifully spoke to even just like that whole third line energy and it's the martyr, it's the one who goes out there and tries it and fucking fails and eats like eats shit and then wipes their mouth off and tries again. Like it's, it's not like this whole fucking process of being a human in general, taking, taking out what we know about like what we're actually fucking here to do. But just like, just flat out, just being here and just living here and just having to be human is really fucking difficult. And none of us know what the fuck we're doing. None of us do. And we like to think that those shiny, pretty people who aren't telling the full truth know. They're like, oh, well, they must have it. Have it. 
but then you go and you follow them and you see that no, everybody is human. We like, we are all just human. We are all just these weird little puppet meat suits. I think like, I don't think that we remind ourselves enough that we are literal fucking animals. Yeah. So like, we gotta, we gotta like stop taking it so fucking seriously. So that's the thing that's like the most frustrating thing for me, I think, especially being the one three is like, I struggle so deeply with having teachers. I will like feel so enchanted by them. And like, they'll have this aura and energy that like, says, look at me, like, I know everything. But that's like, it's just a facade. It's not true. They're learning. And then as soon as like, I start to see past that, because I I'm, I'm the one who's like, well, but why can you explain this more? Can you get more in depth with it? And like, then you realize that like, literally they are only like one or two steps ahead of you. And then I get like, so frustrated internally being like, you put on this really big show and song and dance and made me feel like I was lesser and that I had to have your guidance and that I needed you because I like obviously was beneath you and knew so much less. And I I'll just acknowledge right now, I will never know enough about anything. And I'm kind of like at this space where I'm okay with that, but I'm like, I don't want to be your teacher. I just want to be your peer. I want to just share stories with you about how I freaking fuck up regularly. And, you know, hopefully you can learn from my mistakes so you don't have to fall face first in the mud like I do. So like, I think that that's been my experience is like, I get really close to these teachers and then realize that they're just no better than I am. And then I become so disenchanted. So And once that magic is gone, our relationship seems to like shift very dramatically. (laughs) And they're like, well, I guess you're not a good fit for where we are. I'm like, sorry. Um, But it's all about like trusting your gut instinct and like learning from other people's mistakes, but just like, don't be afraid to make your own and don't be afraid to admit you don't know everything. That's the one thing that pisses me off about everyone. (laughs) (laughs) nobody knows anything for real come on we know so much and we know so little I wish I knew everything the thing that irritates me the most about having an open head and ashna center is like all the things that come through I'm like wow I'm really intelligent and then as soon as I try to reaccess those I'm like oh it's gone yeah yeah wow, I'm so dumb now. I was intelligent five seconds ago and now I am not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. And uh, last year where I had been, so I've been vegan for like six years and I had a moment last year where I had been craving specifically fish for about a year. And I had been obviously saying no, because I was vegan and because I didn't believe in that. And for all the health reasons and all the things, all the things. And so I just fought it and fought it. And I kept getting cravings for it. And finally, last year in February, I like very shamefully <laughs> went to Flower Child one day and was like, you know what? I'm going to get the salmon. Like, I'm just going to like, I got to the point where the level of resistance uh, that was being built up in my body from me saying no to this physical craving that my body was asking for between that 
between everything that's happened over the last two years with restrictions and people telling you what you can and can't do and, and what's right and what's wrong and what you should think and what you should not think, right? All these things, all these things of, of people trying to tell you who you are, what to do, what's right, what's wrong. So coupled with all of that, I think that and then like this craving and me pushing back against this for over a year, finally just fucking burst. And I finally ate a piece of fish. And I was like, oh my God, this is so delicious. Of course my body wanted it. It felt so good. It felt so like, it, I was like, oh, my soul, yes. And then I felt fucking bad about it. Like going against some bullshit identity and set of beliefs that I had put on myself based off of a notion of right or wrong or good or evil. And so two things with that, that I just want to say, I got to the place where I literally was like, I just want to be able to fuck up and it be okay. That's all I want in the world right now is to be able to just go and try and to fuck up and it be okay. And I want people to be okay with that. And I want people to, uh, to understand that people are going to fuck up. You're going to fuck up and it's okay. We can still move past this. We can figure it out. We can work it through. And then the second piece that is that with that whole good or evil, you know, when we're talking about the awakening and everything that's happening and everything that's happened over the last two years, there's been this split, right? Like we're, we live in a dualistic universe. We know this. So there's been this split, like even fucking harder. The duet, like the, the poles have just gotten like, wow, wow. Like the, my candle know, the- flickered as you did this. That was crazy. <laughs> Sorry. No, I love that. So like, so the polls, like I have, I have witnessed, like, this has been one of the things is like over the last two years specifically, like I've, I've witnessed what's been happening. And it's like, first it was like, okay, there was a line drawn in the sand and you were supposed to decide which side. This is like energetically what I was sensing happening. Like with all the shit that happened with, you know, all the bad words that we can't talk about, <laughs> that we can't talk about. So hopefully that, yeah. But like, all of those things, each and every single one of them was like a line being drawn in the sand and you were to pick either side. And then of course you had people that were like, no, we're just going to stay on the line. And like that, I get, I do understand that. I I understand being confused and being like, I actually don't know which one is truth. So I don't know where I want to go. And, and so I was really, I was seeing that, but then I got to this place where I started to realize like, oh, it's actually not okay to be in the middle right now. You do actually need to kind of like pick a side, so to speak, right? Like when we're moving, like when we're talking about where we're moving into, we're moving beyond duality, but we are currently still in duality. So what my thought process is and how I've been experiencing it is that right now slash over the last few years, we've been given multiple choice points for you. to. It's like really kind of like the scales, honestly, is kind of what it kind of feels like. You like there's the scale and you're picking which side are you going to? And this is, this is based off of your vibration. It's based off of your thoughts and your beliefs and like your sense of worth and self-love and like, you know, all these things. And if you're not somebody who has awoken to the truth yet of love, of truth, like, which is, it's just love, right? If we haven't woken up to this side of like, what's actually happening, that 
bigger picture. We, we haven't opened up our hearts yet enough to really move past the duality and the binary and the right or wrong or seeing ourselves as just this one little focal point or this one life that we're only going to live, right? Like we have to move ourselves beyond that in order to even be aware of what's going on. And so I think that all of these things, they were so fucking polarizing because they needed to be, to be so extreme to make people like disperse out you know, like that reverse kind of like magnet thing. Like, it's just like, okay, now you're kind of, you're going to go naturally where you're kind of meant to go based off of your vibration, your magnetics. And so I saw that and I was like, man, the people who are kind of in that middle line, it's like, where are you going to go? You haven't made a choice as to which world you're committing to. So then there was like that weirdness with that, but then realizing that, that when you move past that, there is no good or evil. And I think that that's been really fucking hard for people to grasp over the last couple of years is there's, they're only seeing good or evil. They're only seeing the duality yet. There is that third focal point that is beyond that. That is more of the spectrum where you can see like life is just living out a script. But I think the reason it comes from that is like making the decision out of fear So like, there's this layer of like fear that they're trying to put on all these like different points to like separate everyone. And like this fear kind of makes you act impulsively. So maybe you're not entirely choosing what side to be on necessarily based on like your own internal authority You're choosing based on ego fear. So it's actually a way to kind of push you out of your own authority, your own ownership. It's a way to push you into like following the narrative. Um, So at first I chose my side out of fear, but then when I realized like, I don't really want to play the game anyways. And I just don't want to do this because I generally don't want to. And then I took the stance that I was on at a place from like, this is how I feel about it. Not because somebody's telling me some other narrative, like then like that anxiety, that trigger point, because, oh my gosh, people were getting so hot and heated about everything. And then, and then it would trigger you about everything. Or at least in my experience, I was finding like I was being triggered on the daily about it. And I finally came to a space like this is the decision I made because this is what feels good. And like, nobody can sway me one way or another and I'm not choosing out of fear. So therefore, like the fear of everyone else's stories around me are no longer pushing me in, in one direction or another. Yeah. And that's so important because that's honestly like, that's what truly the divide is or the, 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 the sense of the poles is fear or love. But like, that's the thing though, is like when you move beyond duality and the binary, you realize that they're the exact same thing. Fear is just the denial of love. It's just the absence of love. It's just the absence of light, which is love, which is also information. And so like the progression, I think, is to first realize our unity. We don't necessarily need to get to the place where we're fully in that sense of unity consciousness yet, but you just need to become aware of the truth of, of, of what you are in terms of like, you're not alone. Like, like we are all connected in this sense. Like we, like we are, we are animals. We're human. We're animals. We're part of nature. 
every single aspect of nature is connected. And I think that we have pulled ourselves so far away from nature that we've even forgotten our own nature. And I think too, well, like this really cool, it's really cool thing that I've realized, it's like just a little nugget, like that I want to throw out there for people to contemplate is, so just preface this by saying, I've never been a religious person ever. I walked into a church actually at four years old in a summer camp, watched them doing some kids, little church, like summer play thing. And I'm like, immediately my four-year-old was like, no, that's not it. Your authority (laughs) was like, no, no, (laughs) (laughs) that's not it. So when I say this, like spiritual awakening events that I have experienced over those last few years have, have, have oddly brought me to this place where I feel actually closer to divinity, but it's not in a typical religious sense. It's not in like their box, their definition, their kind of thing. But I've been close. I've, I feel like I've gotten closer to that. And one of the things that I realized just through tapping into my own heart and to, and th- through um, tapping into other people as well was this notion of, you know, the, the fact that we, we were in the garden of Eden and we fell, right? Like we fell from it, which is just us falling away from heaven. It's us falling away from our nature, from, from truth, from love, from the bigger source, from our bigger mother, right? We can put that way. Like we were kicked, like she fucking kicked us out the now. She said, ah, and so there has been, this is my experience of it. And this is a message that I think that I'm, that I'm here to kind of deliver to people for contemplation is like, I think there has been a level of shame that we have so deeply, deeply, deeply subconsciously felt around feeling love and around connection, because the more we do that, the closer it takes us back to God, to source, to whomever, and we don't feel worthy because we got kicked out, right? And that goes into this whole fucking up thing. Because what happens when you don't listen to your parents and you don't follow their directions and you go out into life and you experience the parents that get really frustrated at you because you're not following their directions and because you're not doing what they say. And so they think you're fucking your life up, right? Mm -hmm. And then you go out into the world and you experience it. You trial and error it. You find your own senses of truth. And also you tend to find that your parents were usually right about at least some things, you know? But there is a level of shame if you so wholeheartedly rebelled against your fucking parents and then went out into the world and realized like, oh shit, you're right. You're probably like, I know some, some ethnicities of people deal with this in their family dynamics, like so regularly, right? That whole being let down, not living up to your family's expectations. And so I think that we can take that and see that even in terms of our divinity of we don't feel worthy of the level of love that is actually possible, that is actually our truth because we feel shame around having denied the light in the first place. I'm like feeling such a deep like resonance in here, like saying, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like, it's, it goes back to like almost like a core parent wound, but not necessarily from your like human parents in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. It's like from the greater parent wound 
being separated, but not actually being separated. It's like the first time when you're like out as a child and you realize like, oh, my hand is not actually an extension of my parents' hand. And I can like walk over here and check something out that seems really interested. But then you're met with this, like, oh my God, why did you do that? So then you learn like, that's a terrible thing to explore yourself and explore your world. And like, to just like get a little messy and a little bit, you know, separate from it. But then like, you never really feel that true reconnection. And you're always worried and always wondering when that repercussion of the overreaction is going to happen. And it creates this like imbalance of security in you. And then you never feel secure about yourself because you were never shown that you were trusted to be secure or to be safe. And obviously there are times and things in this world that are, are definitely making that harder more than ever. But I mean, I think that is a huge foundational thing that most children go through nowadays. I I don't know too many unless they had a completely absent parent and then they're on the other spectrum where, you know, they have a detached attachment type, um, And it's like, we just keep wounding each other. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) Can we stop? Can we just stop? Um, So I want to get into like, what has been really going on for you and like with your sessions and your discoveries and all, because you've just been on this journey. So I know it's like a huge thing, but if we can get like a, a synopsis of like from point A to point B where we are today, like what, what do you want to share on that? I've, to put it in the most simplest terms, I've really been on a very radical journey. Like I've like kind of on my own hero's journey in a way of coming into, coming into my spiritual awakening kind of coincided at the exact same time that I found human design. Um, And the moment I found it and got my first reading, I was hooked. And I was like, I I knew like physically in my body, I immediately knew like, this is big. Like there's, there's something really, really big here. Like, why is this not used everywhere? Right. And so I've, I've been going down my journey. And so I, I started with just studying my own chart and and doing it for that way because I just wanted to know myself because like of, of kind of like mirroring what you just talked about of like I was gaslit so much in my life and like told no and all right I, I couldn't I wasn't given the space to be in my own authority when I was younger so I really I was I got that opportunity and so I, I fucking took it and I dove so so fucking hard into doing that um and it wasn't even like the conscious thing it was just like I ha- I just had to like there was just like a crazy drive in me that was just like I had to so I've been going throughout the last couple of years working with human design practicing through doing readings with people getting really good at them really through the readings finding my own gifts and really truly starting to get like a handle on them of what I've always been able to do and that these these systems have just like enhanced that knowledge and has just kind of helped giving me a little bit of like um, a more directed path to go down to kind of keep me, keep me a little bit focused. Cause like I can get real, real big, real, you know? <sighs> um, and specifically the crazy things 
have been most happening over this last year and a half um, through my studies with human design, I came across um, Vedic astrology. And after coming across Vedic astrology, I had realized that there was an astrology app that I had, or not app, but page I had been following on Instagram. And I kept seeing like those posts, you know, where they put like different, like, here's, here's the energy forecast for Aries this month and Taurus and then this and that. So I was following this page and because my brain just focuses on what it wants to focus on sometimes and not the other things that it can still see, but you know, just want to act like they're not there. <laughs> Blocks it out. You don't need it. It's you know, not just, important. Just, selective seeing and hearing and all those things. Right. Mm -hmm. I realized that I had been following this page and, and the, the posts that I had been liking and I had been, I, I had been assuming they were just, they were just like across the board. I didn't, I didn't even notice the signs specifically up at the top, but what I all, what I did find out was that I was always liking when I, when I realized that it was signs, I realized I was always liking and resonating with Aries, but in tropical, I'm a Taurus. And so I was like, huh. So at the same time, I realized that, found out Vedic astrology, found out in Vedic astrology, I'm an Aries. And so I was like, hmm, curious. Here's some new information I didn't have. And so like my brain was like, oh, what the fuck is this? So I realized that there's another kind of astrology out there. And then so my brain was like, well, what happens? Well, what astrology is human design using? And what happens if we change the astrology? I'm sure your birth chart changes, right? So I just have this like innocent curiosity. Like I need everybody to understand my whole entire journey is literally led by innocent curiosities. <laughs> there was no like, deviation in the plan. It's just like, this, like, oh, look, this is cool. Piece of candy. Ooh, yes, exactly. <laughs> It's like, it's like I've been leading myself down my own little trail with little bits and pieces. And like, honestly, the crazy thing is, is when I had, so last September, I had a spiritual awakening event. So, okay. So let me go back first. So I found, I ended up finding that basically tropical astrology, like realized was not true to like the actual placements. And if you actually look wherever the sun was, when I was born, it was in the constellation of Aries. So I was like, okay, what the fuck? <laughs> so I go through this whole thing of like, I've been lied to, we've all been lied to, right. And go down this kind of like a little bit of like a conspiracy theory train for a moment. And then like, okay, it's not that serious actually. So I start working with true sidereal astrology last year. And I've been utilizing those in my readings and they've been going amazing. I've given readings to people with their true sidereal that I had given readings to in tropical before. And not one person has walked away saying that, that this was not them. When I combined the two of them together and when I gave them the true sidereal reading, it was like, oh, well, that's even more like me than the tropical one. Right. So I go down this whole thing. I start a clusterfuck in the community. I remember <laughs> I was there. <laughs> That was when I gracefully bowed the fuck out. I was like, thank you very much. This is where I leave the chats. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I did eventually. So I was like sticking around for a hot minute for about like four or five months. Just until, to mess shit up. Just to mess shit up. Just you to know? fuck shit up. Yeah. Just why not? Like, but and, and, then, and that was the fucked up thing to like my inner child that I was watching and witnessing was like, Again, I'm just following my curiosity. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to shit on all of your ideas. I'm just following my curiosity and I just happen to find new things. 
I don't know what traumatized everyone in the process. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I wasn't traumatized. I was like, you know what? I could like see this because my head's so open. I can see all the sides of everything and it's so annoying, but I'm just like, oh yeah. Like I truly was like, this sounds like it could be me. Why not? Yeah. And that's, and that is like, that is the attitude that I wish more people would adopt through life is like, first of all, you gotta fucking, like the foundation of this is trusting yourself. Like you have to have some connection to your internal authority. Like you have to have some level of connection to your intuition because otherwise like you have no sense of direction. You have no sense of like stability in this. But then otherwise, just fucking try and see. And if it doesn't work out, it's like, try the dress on. Nobody's saying you have to super glue it to your skin. Like, you can take it off. <laughs> but the, but the, one of the really beautiful things, so like every single one of these trial and errors has been medicine, right? And one of the really beautiful things that happened through me uh, impacting the community through my true sidereal manifestor chart, impacting the community, um, was seeing like, like I, even though I'm triggering the fuck out of people, I'm actually doing my work to help you become your own personal authority. Like I am mirroring as my reflector chart, I am mirroring to you that you are not in your personal authority and that you need to be in order to stop being so aggravated and agitated and awaken. Like to just be able to just fucking be you. Like all of these things. It's just, and yeah. It's discernment and nobody teaches you about discernment. And I want to know why, (laughs) what, why this is like the thing that you should learn like immediately. And you're constantly like being told not, not to do the things that, you know, like, because it's the exact opposite of what society fucking wants. Society doesn't want to teach you discernment because they want you to not discern. They want you to be in the superficial experience of life and of truth and of everything so that you rely upon them. And that's where I think I piss people off the most is that I've never, like you can, I will never put myself in a subordinate position unless I genuinely believe that I should be there. And like, I am willing to be my own personal authority and people don't like that. And so that's what the fuck I saw through all of that shit last year is that people are not willing to let go of their identities. Like with, even within human design, like I have found, like, first of all, like, isn't it actually kind of fucking absurd to think that we could so simplify the complexities of us as a spiritual being and a human being through only one chart? Like, you really think it's just that simple? In this one lifetime, this like, yeah, yeah. Like, do you really think describing the nature of the universe and yourself is really that simple? Right. right. So then like, there was like this, for me, it was like this invitation of like, okay, like, so it's a little, potentially a little bit more complicated than this. Am I going to, am I going to stop here or am I just going to stretch my consciousness more to expand into more of myself? You're like, I think I'm going to do that. You're like, let me check the code that's running in the background behind all this. This is like no, a nice and- front, but you know, what's going on deeper than that? And I love what the words you just said, actually, because that actually pinpoints exactly what I have been doing unconsciously. So through this, now I have found another chart 
that's the galactic, a galactic that's tied to the galactic center. Mm-hmm. And I had looked at this last year and put it down because I was, I was still going through all the drama from that. I was still working with the true Sagerio and tropical charts and needed to kind of get that figured out. But what I realized was that through the tropical into true Sagerio and even into this right now, um, and other, other discoveries that I've gone into that I'm not going to get into right now for the sake of not confusing people, um, is that through all of them it was like at each it's fucking hilarious that my tropical chart is a reflector and that the the not self-same is disappointment because disappointment is exactly what I felt when I first saw my chart it's exactly what I felt when I started to dive into my chart and then it's exactly what I felt even after eventually I discovered my true serial chart and was like holy fucking shit like I cried like I cried because it was so me all this shit so revelatory but then as time went on, there was still a level of dissatisfaction in my body. It was like, okay, if this chart is supposed to energetically be me, which I, I, I knew in my body that it had the capacity for that. Because there's some people who don't believe that, right? There's some people who just, they don't even go that far with it. But like, I, I believed that. And so in my body, there was just this restless dissatisfaction that wouldn't let me quit. It wouldn't let me just settle here. Like I read the fucking charts. I made sense of them together, but I still didn't find that forward momentum that I could intuitively feel that my body was looking for. Like I was seeking answers and it felt right for me to seek answers. It didn't feel like a psychosis kind of seeking answers. So I, again, I knew like, okay, I'm stable. I'm grounded. I'm in the right mind. Like, okay, I'm good. I'm not just like going off on all these random wild hairs and I'm not having an identity crisis or maybe I am, but like in the best ways, like other people had said. So, (laughs) so what was actually happening was my body, I had, I know codes in my body. And when I started to study jinkies, I started to get the language for these codes. That was how I taught myself how to read the energy unknowingly that I was feeling in my body from other people. So when I got to this chart and I see that my purpose in my body is in the line one in the gate 62 which is all about the codes of the universe, which is literally the gene keys. And then my, my radiance is in the gate of, of knowing or sanctity, being, with the, being one with the mind of God and the gate, like the gate of knowing in my body as a 4-1 and the 4-1 profile is a fixed fate. So there's the like pieces mm-hmm. that have been coming, right? Like they're leading me along this path. And it talks about in there, the 4-1 people are obsessed with studying astrology, psychology, human design, shit like that. Ta-da! So I was like, and it's a fixed fate and my name's Destiny. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> you couldn't even plan that out. Your mother couldn't have planned I couldn't, that out. She did and didn't at the same time. Well, but we're not going to get into that level of psychosis. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different topic. But fucking thing that was in my intuition is right there fucking found it I fucking found it I realized or this is what my hypothesis is because we never know shit right I know everything and know nothing all at the same time my hypothesis through my journey as I've watched my journey which is what I meant to do is watch my journey and my personal experience and following my intuition has been that we we're moving from the tropical astrology which is based in seasons which is locked from like 2,000 years ago right so if anybody who's into a, a spirituality has ever heard this notion that we have kind of been quarantined 
in a sense, here on Earth and in this specific part of the galaxy to kind of figure our shit out. We were given free will. We fucked shit up. We said, fuck you to mom and dad. We're going to do it our own way. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to do it my way and I'm going to do it right. And they're like, okay. And then so they stuck us over here because we they gave us free will. They had to quarantine us so we didn't fuck the whole other rest of the universe if we made the wrong mistake. So knowing that, which is just a separate thing, but knowing that it helps me to see that, okay, tropical astrology is where we are at in terms of our collective planetary karma. Based off of the start of when we started to view our relationship between us and the stars, us and something else, something else outside of ourselves. So we're moving through that cycle. So when you're working with your tropical chart, this is your most 3D layer. This is the most like outer layer of your mask and facade. The most basic kind of first mission and journey that you kind of have to go on. It's your first layer of self to break out of that, to break into then that fourth dimensional aspect, which is where time lives, which is where truth lives. So seeing where are we at right now, truly in space and time, because that's what true serial astrology is showing you. Where are we actually at right now? Not seasons, but physically where are we at in relation to us and the stars? So this helps us see the truth of what's going on in reality. So when we take our consciousness and expand it into that realm, we're able to see beyond the dense 3D script that's being played. We start to see the truth. However, within the fourth dimensional space, you've got truth and you've got not truth, right? Because you have all these thought forms that are also living there. All, all It's the world of information. You know, like if you were living in the world of the internet, that'd be a really fucking weird world to be living in, right? Yeah. So a thought came to me about this as you were talking about it. And it's kind of like showing me like how each generation has kind of been continually like gaslighting the next generation and the next generation. And then, but like, so like millennials are being portrayed as like these wishy-washy people, but really we're just stepping into our own authorities. And then like, even, you know, our generation's like doing the next generation, the same disservice by saying the same things. But like some of the kids that I've talked to in that generation, like they are really concerned about the environment and they're like really conscientious and like aware about how to treat other people. I'm not saying that like everyone in these generations are like that, but I feel like they're putting up this like facade and layer and showing everyone like, Hey, this is how they really are. You know what losers they're not making anything of themselves. But the reality of it is if you look a lot deeper, like the core of it, that's not, that's not the majority. They're showing us this, this, like this falsehood. And they're like, they're really gaslighting like entire generations when all we're doing is actually like progressing and becoming better. And it's just like so infuriating sometimes to listen to like the older generations speak to that. And like, I even hear it from my generation about, you know, the others. And it's like, what if we just like stop doing that? Like, just stop. Like it's getting better, but everyone's just keeps the narrative, the narrative, the narrative. It's just so frustrating. But that's what came up for me when you were talking about that is like what you see and then like the duality of the two sides of like what is actually 
going on beyond that veil. Yeah. And I think that so many people, what I'm seeing right now, and I think like what people are seeing with that younger generation, I think is kind of twofold. I think one, when we're talking about this level of moving beyond 3D into 4D and that that being this space of information and time and, and you know all this kind of stuff, I think that honestly they are tapping into and they are just living out like you were saying this next the next generation like okay what are their what are their kind of like quintessential things they are not working a whole lot they basically are just wanting to just live they're just wanting to live and have fun and they're wanting to to get social issues right are they doing it are they fully accomplishing it in the way i think they want to no but like they're progressing, right? It's just that next level. It's that next layer. And so they're, they're showing us where we're moving into. But I think the thing is, is that some of this, these generations right now, they're getting stuck in that fourth dimensional space a bit. They're getting stuck in the realm of information. They're getting stuck in the realm of the battle between light and dark and duality and conspiracy theory and this and that. And like that dimension, that space for you to put your consciousness into is so important. It's the next breakout you need to be aware of the truth so you can actually see like what is actually what reality am i actually fucking living in instead of living the obscured reality that media and government and everybody else who's trying to hold on to this one way of being which is dying out nature constantly renews itself yet it's the 3d is trying to keep us right here and so we have to break out of that and how we break out of that is information but then people get stuck in that realm of the duality. And because there's so fucking much, there's so much information. And so they get lost. They get lost in time and space. And so what I think the next level and the next layer is, and what I have found energetically within this next chart of the galactic center, is if you think about it, what's the galactic center? It's supposed to represent the beginning of the universe, right? Like that's like the culmination point of the beginning of it. That's our home point. And in different spiritual texts, I've read where they've talked about like that really being like the home center, right? Like so many different beings and stuff like that kind of like the home center, the home place. So if we're taking our consciousness first out of the 3D, out of the false reality, then we're moving it into truth. Okay, now we see both sides of it. But now we need to move one step further into breaking out of time, into breaking out of duality and polarity and seeing that they are one and the same and then spreading our consciousness all the way back to the center of the galaxy so we can go back to our origin point. So we can see that love is all there is. Even in fear, love is there. Even in love, fear is there. And I've experienced this. And so my experiences have just been what has been showing me this at each step of the way. And it's not been conscious. It's not been, it's been somewhat intentional, but not. It's like I'm hiding it from myself. I recognize that I'm being pulled to something, but I don't know why. And so for me to come to a place like this where I'm like, fuck, I am actually here to help awaken people. And I was correct. These charts utilizing the gene keys, this is the fucking codes of the universe. This is the codes of life. So if you fucking understand these, you understand the world that you're living in. You can actually have a real conversation with somebody. You can talk instead out of logic. You talk through your heart. You talk through your soul. And things get so much pure. And they get so simplified. And there is so much more love and so much peace and so much success and satisfaction and beauty and all these things 
when you really truly go beyond the duality and move into the fifth dimensional consciousness, which is what everybody's fucking talking about, these teachers, right, that we're talking about that let us down, I too have experienced this. And and it gets even more maddening when you get into the spiritual space, you, you move out of the third dimensional realm with all the people who have no fucking clue what's going on. And then you move into the spiritual space and you're like, all right, I found my people. These people know what's up. These people know the truth. I can trust them. And then you get in there and you're like, motherfucker. So many of these are just the same as the people that find themselves in religion or in science so heavily where they're just trying to go one place to find something secure so they don't have to look at their pain and their dissatisfaction and their confusion with life. Because I can't tell you how many toxic, incredibly damaged, spiritual, enlightened teachers or people I have experienced in my life. And so when you're somebody who, like us, who are just kind of humbly in the background, just following our own intuition, we come to these great realizations and then we come to people like that and we share them with them and they're like, excuse me, what? You can't be that spiritual. You can't know that much. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can. And I think that's where we're getting to at this point. And like what the beginning of this conversation started with is shit is fucking happening. We are moving across different dimensions. We are progressing our consciousness. You have the capacity to do that. You also have the capacity to not do that. It is a choice. But if you are choosing to say that you were going to go down this path, then I need to lovingly call some people out right now to say that you need to fucking do the goddamn work and look at the really hard, dark shit. So what's been coming (laughs) up a lot for me in the last few days. And like, I was like going into this Lionsgate portal thing. Like this is going to be amazing Leo energy. I'm just going to rock it. I'm going to be so creative and fluid and amazing. And like the first day it hit me and I was like, holy shit, I have so much grief living in my body. What the hell? And so like, I've just been literally just continually processing all these like heavy emotions. I've been working with my inner child, or I like to call her sometimes my ego child, because I feel like there's different versions of her that exist within me. So she's like, kind of like more of that lower vibrational, like ego child. I've been working with my like ego shadow. And it's just like, I see these teachers who are like the world is just so beautiful and the energy is so light and I just feel great with all this I'm like you're just so full of your shell you're like this is not what's going on everyone is feeling this density moving through them because we have to unpack our shit in order to get lighter like you don't just get lighter by just I'm on a cloud today and it's beautiful that's not how this shit works like own it like own that it's heavy. Don't tell people it's magical and whimsical because it's, it's fucking not for the rest of us that still have human bodies. I don't know. Maybe they're just magical energy entities that have moved on and are somehow holographically, you know, I don't know. Like that's, what's pissing me off. It's like, be real. Like, I'm going to tell you, like the energy is amazing today. If it's amazing. And I'm going to tell you, like, I feel like shit. Cause I am in it. Like I am doing my work. And I don't care who you are, no matter how many layers you've peeled off, there are more layers because you have 
had multiple realities and dimensions and lifetimes occurring all at the same time, I was processing grief that hadn't even happened to me yet. That will happen to me in six months. I was processing that grief. Like this shit is so real. I'm sorry, (laughs) but I'm like, this is how I feel. Be real. (sighs) See, see, this is why we're friends. Like in case anybody's wondering, this is why me and Tia are friends because we're both equally stubborn people. Well, actually, okay, hold on. We are not both equally stubborn. (laughs) I'm a little extra. I have a little extra. Just a little extra, just a little extra. But like the reason why I love you is because you let me be so real and because you are so real. And like, I, it's actually fucking wild. I think like, I'd really like to invite people like to think about this. Like, when have you been so just radically fucking you? And it just pissed people off, you know? Or it's it's caused something that was less than a positive reaction. Just through you sharing your heart, through you sharing your feelings, through you sharing your, your, your experience with reality. I've experienced that not a lot of people have the capacity to go there. Not a lot of people have the capacity to talk about the deep and dark and hard shit. People sometimes don't even have the capacity to then talk about the light side because they're so in the dark. I've experienced that when we're talking about this, this duality and like we're, we're needing to move past this. It's like, I really need people to understand that you've got to get past it being light or dark. Everything is light or just the absence of it. But everything is still the exact same essence. You're either, you either have access to the information or you don't. That's all darkness is, is just a lack of access of information. And people don't realize that. And so they, they get so fucking afraid of it, not realizing that the fear is just afraid of itself. So well, what does that actually mean though? Right. The fear is afraid of itself. It's afraid of love because love is itself, but it's forgotten. It doesn't know that. And the force, and the power behind love to experience that after having not experienced it, I'm telling people is the biggest fucking shock that you could ever experience. I like, I don't think people realize that they, most people have no fucking clue of what love actually feels like. And I don't even mean like, I know some people are going to hear me and they're going to be like, no, no, no. I feel love. I know what that feels like. Yes. You know what a particle of that love feels like, but until you have been blasted through the fucking heart with, I, I can't tell you what the fraction of it that I felt was, but I had an experience where I was blasted so fucking hard with this love that hurt at the exact same time it felt like the most beautiful right thing ever it hurt so fucking bad because in the same moment of feeling that level of love my being also had the conscious awareness of what I had experienced that was not that and then so having experienced that level it's like it took my love pull level of duality from like this to like this 
And feeling that made me fucking realize that whole fall from Eden and shame from the, from the core parent wound. That's what made me realize it because I felt the love of the mother. I felt so wholeheartedly that there was nothing I could possibly ever do wrong. But at the same time of feeling that level of love, it crushed me because I realized that in order to actually move past duality into unity consciousness and to feel that level of love, you, you have to simultaneously be able, you have to be able to hold the whole spectrum in your being. And if you have any layer and level of fear in your body, receiving love pushes that out. It agitates it out, which is why you could be loving up on somebody and be so wholeheartedly genuine, just trying to love on them. And they can take it the wrong way. And they can run away. And they can take it as an attack even. It's because of that. It's not the love that's doing it. It's the fear that's in there that is afraid of itself. And I think like a story I'd like to share about that is like discovering some of my past lives and like realizing that I've had lives where like in this life, I consider that to be like not good shit that happened. And I was like, you know, persecuted for that and punished. And like, it took me a long time to realize that like, like, like that, like kind of burned me. And I was like, why would I want to find out more? But like, it took me a while to realize like there was nothing bad about me now in this life, even though there are dark and there are light parts of me because I've carried over that energy from all the other lifetimes. And like, when I learned what my, my soul name was, it made so much sense. It's like, my soul is here to experience the light and the dark, to feel the love and unlove. And it like, it made so much fucking sense to me that like, like we are all those things. I am not like the exception to the rule. Everyone has like in them, like different layers and colors and gradients of this. And a lot of times what it comes back to is like the amount of love you're capable of feeling in this life has to do with how much you're capable of actually seeing that reflection and love in yourself. And if you can't feel that and see that within yourself, then there's no way in how anyone else is going to get that from you. Anyone else is going to feel that from you. And like that stupid saying that like people say without understanding it fully is like, you can't love others without loving yourself. Like they say it, but they don't really understand what it means to embody that. That's like, unconditional radical acceptance of the self as a whole good bad evil enlightened unenlightened awake unawake like all the things all of it yeah I love it in I think it's in the 51st gene key which is in the galactic center chart that's my that's my life's work um and it's the it's the gate of awakening and in there I think he says like People who have yet to awaken are the ones that grade consciousness by levels and they want to know who is awakened and who is not. But to the one who is awakened, the only answer that they can give you is that it doesn't matter and you'll never know why it doesn't matter until you've also awakened. And and that's like what you were just saying goes into the unity consciousness aspect and the first step of realizing that we're not just one being or that we are just one being. The 
all of us are just one being. And so what you said about that, like about your past lives and feeling shame, I have another friend too, who's also felt that way. And she's like, she's been dealing with that in this life of like really getting to the point where she realizes like, wow, I've been actually really shitty to some people. And I've, and I, and I had to be so shitty to them to realize that that doesn't feel good. And I don't want to be like that anymore. So it's like that broke her, it's breaking her out of that pattern. And it's like with, with our past lives, like you're seeing like, oh, I did some really potentially heinous shit in my past life. And then you, you want to like, there's the part of you that wants to say, well, then I, I can't be a good person. Now I clearly am not a good person, but then you have to look at your life right now and be like, well, wait a second. Would I do that in this life? No. Okay. Well then I guess my soul hasn't been tainted. I guess it hasn't been soiled. I guess there is no such thing actually as sin. So long as you grow, there is no such thing as sin. And what's happening is that we are in the minds of God. God is trying to figure itself out because God is everything, but God was lonely. So God needed something and somebody to, to join it. So it created things with itself. And then realize like, oh, wait, well, what can I do with this? Well, we are that life, all of life and, and on all layers and all levels and all dimensions on all planets and all realities, all of it is the exact same source that we are all a part of and source is learning about itself. And so you are source, which is love. That's your truth, but you're also fear. You're also the opposite. So you're looking at yourself as source knowing that your actual truth is love, but looking at that and going, well, but I guess I can also be evil too. And so there's a grief and there's a reckoning that you have to have with yourself. If like, even in this life, if you've been a person who's, who's thought of yourself as just such, such just a perfect angelic being. And then one day you get smacked with the truth that like, you really fucking hurt somebody that you really did something like really fucked up you know, and you didn't even need to, and you weren't even aware of it, like that would crush you. That would crush your sense of self. And so people don't realize that when we're going through this, all of these things are ego death. And the only way an ego death is going to fully happen and stick is when you fully find acceptance with everything. You have to accept the now. You have to accept where you are. You have to accept that there is a greater plan and that there is no such thing as sin and that everything that you do is good. I think the greatest acceptance is the ego accepting that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People like in the spiritual community, they want to say that you need to get rid of the ego and you need to do, no, you just need the ego to get on board with your other two awareness centers. That's it. You need, you need, to, need work to upgrade. With it. Yeah. It's like, we need to like heal our survival mechanisms. We need to heal that ancient, the, the splenic center. That, that center you know we need to heal that which is all about our intuition and our fight or flight and like all that kind of stuff right and then we've got the mind which is our mental awareness which is when, where we have been living now which is where we've been able to create all these amazing things and come up with language and facts and science and like all the, like everything but then we also have the spirit awareness which is where the mutation is happening right now in our solar plexus which is allowing us to empathetically actually realize that we are one being but we have to be able to handle the emotions that come with that and so if you are not somebody who handles your emotions healthy and you project them onto people and you use your emotions as weapons you are not a safe and conscious creator 
And that's the direction that we're moving into is everybody realizing that they are God and stepping into their Godhood and being a conscious creator as these individual fractal points. So we can all each continue to expand. That's how God expands. That's how the universe expands is through us expanding, through source expanding. And we have to be able to continue to do that. Which means that you have to get past their evil. You have to move out of the mind and out of its linearity and out of its right or wrong and move into the empathetic nature of it and see all sides of it and understand why it's happening and, and see both sides and understand that it's not good or wrong, that there's always a learning lesson to be had. There's always growth to be had. As long as you're growing, you're good. Because your source and you're doing source's job, and that's all source wants, is to find out more of itself. That's it. So how it's, can anything be good or bad? It's kind of like a lot and everything when you boil the purpose down to life to that. <laughs> it's everything and, and all the things and over, you know, like that's all it wants is the experience. That there's no like, there's like no literal meaning that you can really bring to it other than like, you're, you're just here to have all of these energy awarenesses and collection of stories, collection of experience. It's like, it's like God is writing a short story, like collection and like all of them matter. I was like kind of going into a really interesting zone when you were talking, it felt like I was like sinking into the Akashic records um, and then the awareness in me was like showing me like, we are all like a freckle on like the face of God. <laughs> I wanted to take the moment of your time right now to announce the launch of my new Patreon, www.patreon.com slash intuition by Tia Marie. Right now, I have an Akashic level of healing that is so strong and powerful and set to the most beautiful and high quality audio meditations. Some of these use Sofiego frequency and some use binaural music and every single one delivers high energy healing. As a member for only $11 every month, you'll get the benefit of receiving this energy healing through the audios i'll be uploading new ones every single month and you'll get the opportunity to make requests or to vote on new healing intentions as a monthly supporter not only will you be doing something amazing for yourself but you will help me create many more opportunities to heal others as well and support me on this creative endeavor my goal is to create like one of the most expansive libraries of Akashic energy healing. You can check out the link in my show notes below and thank you so much for listening. Hey guys, I just wanted to say thank you for taking the time to spend with me today and listening to this episode. Look out for the next episode dropping soon. And make sure you like and subscribe so you will know and get notifications when that happens. You can also follow me on Instagram or Facebook. I am Intuition by Tia Marie. 
And I also have a website you can check out, www.intuitionbytmarie.com. All links will be in the show notes. Until next time, 